Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod. Hope you guys are all staying safe. Uh, today we're going to talk about Dana White and UFC 249, a couple big-name free agents that are still out there being linked to the Cleveland Browns, um, an interesting discussion about how the NBA should handle the playoffs if they do come back, and then we're going to get into some way-too-early NFL playoff predictions because we are that bored and hungry for sports. So, Chad, let's get this thing rolling, man. I think that we need to just kind of get into the biggest news and some of the coolest stuff I think that I've probably seen in sports. What we needed. What the world needs, and I know that you and I at least need it. Um, for you that don't know, Dana White has secured a private island. It almost sounds like there's damn two islands. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, because what a boss. I know he's flying He's flying fighters to an undisclosed location for 249 um, to fight, and then... Apparently, he's in the works any day now could finalize an island to where he can uh, uh, fly international fighters to fight as well. And like almost weekly, I think, is the is the talks, right, that they're trying to get like some sort of fights maybe every week out there. So Dana said in his conference, he said as of the 18th, as of what was going to be Tony and Khabib, which is now Tony and Justin uh, Gagey. That's not as not, not as enticing. But. Yeah, but anyway, he says every week from there on out, he said the UFC's back on schedule. I mean, I, we said weeks ago, I, I, we've, we've done a few since all this started, but we said if anybody in sports was going to make it happen during this, it was Dana White, and he has Dana delivered. White, Dana, Dana White pulled his – balls out and said <laughs> they're giant who, yeah anyone else got a bigger pair because this dude is just going all out to give people what they need in my opinion which is entertainment and dude he's gonna make so much money off of this oh dude and you know there's a lot of people out there like oh he's selfish this this and that no dude he's going to extreme measures to make sure these fighters stay healthy Stay paid. Uh, stay paid, exactly. Stay paid and, and giving the people entertainment, man. This is exactly what we need right now. I don't know exactly how it's going to go. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there, he's going to work out something to where you watch it on ESPN Plus or if it's going to be a regular pay-per-view. But if it's a regular pay-per-view, I expect him to maybe have one of his bigger selling ones. I, maybe not as big as some of the big I, well, McGregor fights. Well, but here's man. my thing with that. I, I think it is on paper. It is on pay-per-view. Um and man, you you would be right if Khabib could have made the fight. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, Connor yeah. called it. Well, this I, well, I said last week three fights that this has happened that these two have been together. This has actually been the, this is actually the fifth one that they were supposed to fight and it didn't happen. They each pulled out twice, and then Khabib just pulled out for a third time. Now I know it's a pandemic, but Connor said that it was never going to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. Justin Gagey is deserving at this point. I mean, you have in that division, Khabib, Tony, Justin Gagey, and you have Connor. Yeah. So obviously Connor wasn't going to fight, even though he said if one pulled out he would fight. But you can't put this on Connor with with a pand- pandemic going on. Um, but Justin Gagey, twenty one and two. Okay. 
um, a, a knockout artist. He's got heavy hands, um, and he's actually been on some interviews. Said he's you know about ninety ninety five percent, and he's you know he knows this is going to be brutal because Tony doesn't stop coming. Tony is one of the more well rounded five round fighters that continues to press forward. It doesn't matter what the round is, and Tony makes die. everyone bleed. Um, I think Tony wins this. I just think he's more prepared. I mean, he's been preparing for Khabib. Um, uh, it's you know, I I heard something. Tony Ferguson elbows steel beams to sharpen his bones. What? Yes, that's fucking like, psychotic. That's a real thing. But you know, back to Dana White, dude, and and what he's doing for us, dude. I mean. Greg Hardy is on this card, former Dallas Cowboy, and he, <laughs> his fight. Nuts. Some with his fights always seem to get fucked up. Yeah. Um, but he's a hell of a fighter, dude. I mean, he just needs to be able to, you know, go at his own pace, and you know, because he he gets tired like most big guys do. Um, also on that card, Jer- uh, Jeremy Stevens, um, uh, Nico Prince is also, or I'm sorry, Nico Price is also on there, 14 and three, and a good up and coming fighter. And that's just on the on the pay per view card. I mean, the uh, preliminary card, which is just as stacked and it's free, going to be on. I think it's ESPN. Uh, Francis and Ganyu, dude. This was the dude that was supposed to fight in Columbus when everybody was going to go to the fights. Oh yeah, you want to talk about a knockout artist, dude? Um, and he and he's fighting. I I can't even pronounce the dude's name. I'm not, you guys can look it up. I I just I can't pronounce some of these guys' names. But he's ten and zero, good up and coming fighter. Also a knockout artist. Like. That fight's going to be off the hook. And then a guy that, to me, hasn't lived up to his hype as much because when he first came in to the Ultimate Fighter, uh, he reminded me so much of an Anderson Silva was uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah, it hasn't um, really lived up to Yeah, that. and then also Marilyn Vera and Ray Borg is on that car, uh, on the preliminary. So um, it's just, you know, I'm just shocked at what he's doing. And then I just want to mention one more thing here. The uh, very early uh, prelims also has Michael Johnson on there. So Dana White has gone all out, dude. Like I said, like we said, man, he's taking these fighters to an undisclosed area to where no one knows where they're at. Um, you what know, a fucking legend. I, I mean, and, and on top of that, he's fucking renting out a fucking island, dude. And he's and he's having he's having a fucking UFC fucking facility now obviously not too big probably like the a uh, training center yeah built i mean so he can have these fights obviously there's not going to be fans wait 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 did he get plans in the last few days to get a place built by the 18th or is there something I, already pre-existing so i heard it's use? an island off of california if i'm not so there's something there already but he's going to build one on his other the international fighters wow. now that's my taking from it Right. Um. Obviously, the listeners can can join in on that That's, conversation. I mean, it doesn't matter the way you look at it. Dana White is a fucking goat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dude. You know, but I can't. I still can't help to be a little bit disappointed in the fact that we don't get to see Khabib and Tony Ferguson. Oh yeah, we've been talking about that since January, dude. I mean, it was just gonna. It had potential to be fight of the year. Um, I think personally, now that we, I guess we can talk about it a little more. I think Khabib was going to win that fight. There's just uh, there's just not a lot of people I think can fuck with Khabib. Dude, he's an animal, and, you know, and he gets you on the ground and wraps you up like a fucking snake, dude. You're just you, it's hard to move, it's hard to breathe, and he just mauls you, dude. I mean, this dude fucking trained with bears growing up when he was a fucking kid. <laughs> I mean, who does that? Um, 
I mean, the other guy fucking sharpens his elbow on steel beams. Yeah, so I mean, dude, it was just, you know, it was breed. just two, you know, it was just two warriors that I was just looking forward to. But it is what it is. I mean, you can't fault Khabib. I mean, you know, it looks bad because it is the fifth time he's pulled out, but Dana White is on record to say there was nothing Khabib could do. But he's dealing with fucking Russia, dude. Yeah, and then, you know, and Dana White's doing what he can to get these fighters replaced and, and you know, and... I'm just anxious to see the rest of the cards that come up, man. Even if it's just, you know, fucking up-and-coming fighters, man. Something to watch on TV. And yeah, I'm sick of watching replays and shit. Yeah, I'm just over I Like like you said, dude, I know what's coming on these replays. Mm-hmm. and You know, I just I, there's just not enough there for me. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's nostalgic, but it doesn't get me when I know, like, okay, like Carson Palmer's about to throw this touchdown pass. It's like, okay, I know it's coming. It's cool, but, man. I just cannot believe just the 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 fucking boss energy. The Dana's like, no, fuck that. I'm getting an island. Like, well, what? And, you, and you brought this up too, man. Um, you know, Dana White purchased the UFC for two million dollars, and he didn't even put any money up. Yeah, and then sold it for billions. God. And not only that, and he's still running it. So he sold the UFC, and he but he's still running it, making money. He's I mean, still getting a check. A yeah, boss, fucking dude, man. Like Dana's White, who you need to to watch on if you want to become a fucking millionaire dude because the dude is fucking just he's good with money and on top of that he deserves credit because he got into the ufc him and i can't remember the other guy's name but it was down like almost like oh yeah almost dead they built it dude they every everything successful about the ufc is goes back to dana white obviously the far the the fighters are a big part of it too you know the chuck liddell's the randy couture oh absolutely matt hughes's of the world and mark call i mean i could the list could go on and on but um, you know, Dana, this, this all starts and ends with Dana White, dude. And it just Dana White is just, just, I'm thankful for Dana White, to be honest with you, man. He's just, absolutely, he, he's a boss. <laughs> and, and there have been people that are saying it's too dangerous and all that. And, you know, not to get on the political side of things, but this is the UFC. This is a billion dollar organization. They've got the best medical tools, the best medical staff. Yeah. These, these people, everybody that's involved, I'm sure will be checked and tested. And, 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 and you know, and you, and I've been very outspoken about my belief of this virus and shit i'm not going to get into it on here i mean if you want to argue with me come to my facebook it's all on there like because it's on there and i'll (laughs) I'll tell you exactly how i feel about this situation um but but i not once have you heard me say that this shit's fake and we do have to do everything to get everything going, going getting back to the way it is safely and you can bet your ass, and Dana said it himself, he said these fighters are going to be tested multiple times. You know, they, he's still going to have some of the best doctors in the world there. Absolutely. This, there's no worry. Like, there's no worry. Everything's going to be taken care of, um, and, and this is going to happen. I mean, no, whether you want it to happen or you don't, Dana White don't give a shit. This shit is going to happen. And these guys are being paid very handsomely to willingly go to this. Right. I mean, I, and I, I can understand, I guess, people thinking it's unsafe, but let's be real. None of us are ever going to come into contact with these dudes anyway. They're all going back out of country or back to states that, you know, far away. So the world needs it. And just sit and your ass in a car accident. Actually, there's a bigger. Ch- I'm not, you know what? I'm not Stop it. Go Stop it. Sports. There. Yeah, stick to the sports. stick to sports, but yeah, man. I mean, they're they're all willingly doing it. It's going to bring something, and and I I, I guess there's a large portion of the world and Americans that aren't big UFC fans, but for the people that are, it's it's going to be a night of relief. Relief. Dude. We're going to watch. We don't know, have to worry about this shit. You know, we can fight. sit there with the family, grab a fucking beer, 
you know, make some chicken wings still, and not that you'll be over there. Yeah. You know, maybe. We, we, um, I don't, we don't know. We won't go there. There's but. a six foot away from you seat in your basement, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, but just, you know, just not have to worry about this, this shit, dude. This is, I'm thankful for it, man. And then everybody, everybody's entitled to their own belief and how they want to feel. But th- this is how I feel about it is I'm just thankful, man. I'm thankful Thankful that on April 18th that we have some live sports. Yeah, and Dana White's like, you guys think this fucking Tiger King's flexing? Watch this. I got a fucking island. I love that. <laughs> and, and this stuff, and, you know, not to get too off topic, but, man, we, we kind of hit it on the last episode. This gives you just such a, a, a sense of how thankful you are for sports because it's more than just watching a game, man. It really is. It is. You know, we got shit going on, girlfriends, wives, kids, jobs, all that. But, man, when we turn on that game for four hours on Sunday when the NFL's in, I'm not yep. thinking about shit else. So um, that'll be nice. And, and like I said, he's going to keep things going through this no matter how long it lasts. Um, so that would that would be awesome. Um, very thankful for it. I, I share your belief. I am a little bit disappointed that Khabib's not on there because we've been talking about it and, yeah, that fight and, and been building amazing. it up. Hopefully it comes down the line, but man, Dana White is pulling it out and just just flexing his muscles, and we're all glad for it. So uh, another thing that we were kind of talking about is uh, sort of a transition that we can do for that, going back to the NBA. Yeah, because the NBA, and and this probably makes you sad, but I actually seen it today on Twitter. Today, the Lakers and the Clippers would be playing today. Mm -hmm. It was the reschedule for the game where um, right after Kobe passed away. Um, so, and, and me being a Lakers fan and a fan of a team that is the number one seed in the West, um, I got to talking to you in Austin today and I kind of wanted to talk about it here. Um, and, and we hit on it a little bit, but I kind of want to give it its own attention. I think that they're still working on a way to bring it back. I don't think it's looking good. Um, but let's say they find a neutral site in Vegas and somewhere else, two cities, right? They split the teams up and they give them. I don't know, two weeks of regular season games just to get back into shape, get back into get basketball rhythm. Get through. Them, yeah. But more on the playoffs. So let's say they come out with a playoff format that is something like the NCAA tournament, maybe where it's a, a one and out, or they do you know a best of three, a best of five, something of the sort. So I, I want to focus on just if there is an abbreviated NBA playoff period that's not the typical best of seven all the way through that we see, and the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, whoever wins that playoff series in your eyes, is that a tainted championship? Does it have an asterisk by it? Does is it like they didn't earn it, or or, or you know what? I, I just kind of you know you guys can give us your thoughts as as we listen on our Facebook page and our Instagram and our Twitter. But I, I haven't really gotten this out, out of you yet, though. Like, what do you think? No, I don't think it's tainted at all. If anything, it's bigger. Is it bigger? Maybe. I mean, is there? I mean, this is like once ever. This is the one time that you'll ever win a championship like this, dude. I just feel like, and and I'm I'm reaching maybe because I'm a fan. But if LeBron and the Lakers can pull off this championship after losing Kobe Bryant, the most iconic Laker maybe ever up there with Magic. Magic says it's Kobe, but whatever. And then the league gets shut down. They come back, no fans, fans, whatever, and they win a title. I think I'm going to be, like, through the moon. Like, holy shit, we did it through all the odds. Yeah, yeah, not only that. I mean, you know, and I don't know if we've touched on it on here or not. I don't remember. But, you know, it was my idea that says, you know, if you're going to do it and you want to do it that way, let's go all out. Like, you know, 
let's fucking put every team it's in like this. A, is this a field of 30 teams? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do it. You know, and whether you make it the best of, you know, one and out or the best of three, it don't matter. You can play games back to back, especially if you're not traveling. Whew, you, you know, know where it gets crazy? Yeah. Hear me out. Kyrie and KD are healthy, let's say. Oh, wow, yeah. And the Nets, who are uh, – I don't, I don't even know if they were in the playoffs when the season shut down, but Kyrie and KD are good all of a sudden. They jump back in. They're like, okay, cool, we'll play. They go get a ring. That would bother me. Why? Because they weren't going to play had the league not shut down anyway. Yeah, but it would only be better. I mean, if you can if you can get Kyrie and KD together on in a, a year before – and not only uh, I'm gonna let me stay on that one real quick. If you can get Kyrie and KD together before fucking the next year, like it was supposed to be, that's only good for the NBA. And not only that, if Kyrie and KD get together, that only benefits a Lakers win that much more. Well, I guess that would be true, and there would be the possibility of uh, Clay Thompson coming back. I would think. Yeah. And th- this is all just my speculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't I mean, seen anything like like a guy like Demarcus Cousins. Man, but that would that would just give it that much more entertainment. It would. I mean, oh, dude, can you imagine the ratings on that? I'd watch every game like it's oh, the dude, NCAA it'd be, tournament. It'd be unbelievable. Like I said, and and see them, see them just like yeah, as it like, sits. Uh, all right, so say obviously the Lakers are going to be the one seed, and I know the, Cavs, and the West. Yeah. Right. Well, it, the West and East shouldn't matter. Because well, of, yeah, in this scenario, I, in this no. scenario, I don't think that should matter. And say I don't know, and I know the Cavs aren't the worst team in the East, but say they're the thirtieth best team. You know, at least the Cavs get that chance. You know, you're giving every team that chance because it's hard. It's going to be hard if they do say a playoff system like that for for them to say, all right, well, you weren't going to make the playoffs. You know what right. I'm saying? If, especially a team that say say a team's like five games out. I know the Cavs were down. I'm just saying a team, for instance. Yeah, maybe exclude teams that were already mathematically eliminated. I don't think there's many. But yeah, I mean the NBA, you can be just I, over five hundred. I mean, if you're going to do it for one year different, I say fucking go all out, dude. People would love it. People would love it, dude. It in. would be must watch TV. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch every game. Fans, no fans. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like you and like you said, you know, and basketball is a tricky sport because. Anybody can get hot and anybody can get cold. If you catch, say, LeBron and AD on a bad game, I, I almost feel like it should be the best of three. Um, I, I, I think so, the, too. You want to make the finals, you know, best of five or something like that? That's I how would I, understand, I would understand it. Or even the play, or the you know the top four or top eight teams, like, you know, best of five, however you wanted to do it. But I think starting it out, I think maybe a best of three series. Like you said, there's we've heard, you know, there's cities in Vegas to where uh, – you know they would all see be anyway, so they so there would be no travel, so you yeah. wouldn't have to wait, you know, a day or two or whatever, however you want to do it. But I I feel what you're saying. I think it would be awesome. I think with 30 teams, you would want to find at least two big host cities that have the hotel capacity, you know, and all that. Yeah. So maybe like uh, Vegas is just in my mind because like they play the summer league out there. They've right. got a footprint there, you know, and and. Maybe like L.A., you know, I don't know, somewhere where they, they would deem it safe enough, and I think it could be done. Uh, the 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 single elimination tournament sounds entertaining and super fun. Um, maybe you do something to where the teams that weren't in the playoffs can play, and then the other, you know, the guys that already had clinched their spot can can, can yeah, have a, I, another week or something. But I, I just don't, uh, like you said, leaving it to chance, it would be fun to watch, but it's also like, Maybe do it where you know the first and second round are best of three, the finals are best of five, and the the, right. the conference finals also. You know, and, and another thing that I actually seen on there, um, that a great question actually, 
Um, because I don't know if you've seen it at, at all, but did you happen to catch WrestleMania this year without any fans? I didn't actually. I, I, it just I, wasn't, you know, it just wasn't the same. There wasn't those pops and you're used to seeing WrestleMania in fucking stadiums. Oh yeah. It was a hundred thousand people my, or, or close to my boy, Tommy Trashman lives down in Tampa. He actually had tickets and he ended up not getting to go. But you know, honestly, I didn't even watch it, man. I, I, I didn't buy it. You know, I didn't. But so my question off of that is. Say the NBA starts back up. Say the MLB starts back up. Say even the start of the NFL season. Don't talk like we, that. Say, just say. And say we don't have any fans. Does that take your any interest away? For the Bengals, no, because we're used to that yeah. shit. Nobody well, came the last two years. Well, it's like the shoe. It's like the shoe. Like, you know, what uh-huh. is 80,000 people plus Fit in the shoe. In Columbus? Yeah. Oh, it's like it's over 100 now. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Michigan State, the same way, like 115 or something. You know, so would the, would the game lose any interest to you? Well, no, it wouldn't for me. It wouldn't for me because football is football. If, it, if the game matters, the game matters. Basketball the same way. I yeah. mean, if, as long as we get, we're getting it, we get to watch it. But, dude, not having fans and maybe limited sideline personnel or whatever, because, you know, you got to have your coaches, your, your athletic trainers, whatever. If the networks did it right, they could get some really cool like viewing angles and well, and they even said they might mic up some of the players. Yeah, like they they, they could spin that. Yeah, and make it you know because when I'm watching a game on TV, the roar of the crowd really doesn't matter to me all that much. You yeah, know, but you I mean you can? It's just. But then you know on the opposite when you're at the game, like when you're at the game and you're the home team. Oh yeah, that's you know awesome. the effect that it can have on say the visitors. Yeah, and it it absolutely can, and and you know. If if the NFL or, or college football is at a no fan situation, maybe they look at some neutral sites and sp- spread the teams out. So it's you know it's not you know let's say the Steelers coming to Cincinnati and an empty Paul Brown Stadium. Maybe they're meeting up at a smaller college field or, right. or something you know um, to to do that. Do that, excuse me. <clears throat> so uh, that could possibly be it. But to to the NBA thing, I, I think that it would be electrifying. And as a Lakers fan, I would probably. I, maybe because I'm a Lakers fan, I'm biased, but say they win, I'm going to beat my chest. We fucking lost Kobe. The league was shut down. We still did it. And I don't you know, think I don't nowhere. think it taints it at all, man. If anything, I think it's bigger. But, dude, and think about this. The NBA does come back for whatever reason. It's been, what, about a month, close to a month since it got shut down. You're talking LeBron's back rested. AD's back rested oh, yeah. and healthy. Kawhi's back rested. Yeah, Giannis is rested. Like everyone, the, dude. They're all just fresh, rested, ready to go. Because you know they're that all working out at home in their gyms, in their houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they all have gyms in their houses the size of my house. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're, and they got basketball courts. They're shooting. They're getting shots in, you know. So all that shit, man. Fresh, healthy, the best basketball players in the world. I Put them on a fucking dirt court like fucking Larry Bird used to yeah. play on and televise it and let's run. No, you know, but hey, you know, I'm I'm with you in the fact that I don't think a team whoever wins it, I don't think that, that you know, I don't think it's tainted at all. I like I said, I th- it might be end up being bigger than any championship ever. Um I just, you know, whatever, man, just give me sports back, give me the NBA back. Lord, please don't take the NFL. And I want to say it's absolutely fucking bullshit. The first time the Lakers make the playoffs in seven goddamn years, the league gets shut down right after they clinch the playoff spot. I burped. I got so pissed off. (laughs) Right after they clinch the playoff spot, the fucking league shuts down. I feel personally attacked. I have the worst fucking sports luck on the planet. I just kind of want to stick to 
uh, basketball just for a second here. And not only that, the ones that I feel sorry for the most, man, is the UD Flyers. I oh, just, my gosh. I, I, just, I watched some games and, and kind of went back and, and looked at some, like, uh, insider reports. And Obi T- uh, Toppin's winning every fucking award right now. Player of the year. Um, And I just, dude, Dayton might have won that whole thing. I, 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 it's easy to see, but like, oh yeah, we definitely would have won, but, or, you know, we, as, as I adopted Dayton a little bit, um, you know, we are Dayton. Li- yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I live here, so, um, it's easy to say that I, I'm not going to confidently say that they would have won it, but they, they were going right to make there, a man. run. They were going to make a run. They were going to make a run that was going to generate money for the city after tornadoes and yeah. a mass shooting and all the stuff that we've dealt with. They, they were a great bright spot and to have that taken away from them, man, it sucks really bad because I, I don't foresee seeing a UD season like that again. And now, obviously, OB declared for the NBA draft. He's going to the Cavs. Supposed to be a top 10 pick. Oh, God, I would love for him to come (laughs) to the Cavs. Um, You know, but that's where we are in basketball. You know, all we can do right now, if you're a big basketball fan, keep up hope, man. Hopefully we get it back. Hopefully we get to see the ending to – a weird, crazy NBA season. That's, I mean, that's all we can do on that end. And they are doing something tonight, and we're recording this on Thursday. Um, there's like the quarterfinals of the NBA 2K Players Tournament on ESPN two. That's kind of cool to turn on and watch, but like, ah, eh, you know, it's they're they're trying to make it something, but it's like it's two dudes playing 2K. Right. It's n- nothing much there. We, we we need the real stuff back. So if there is anything, if this whole staying at home does help and all that, keep your asses at home, please, just so we can have our sports back. Right. So let's uh let's get into your Cleveland Browns here, man. The past couple days, some reports of some big name free agents that are still out there uh, being linked to the Cleveland Brownies. So uh, why don't you fill me in on what you've been hearing? So John Clayton comes out, and that's a good source. Yeah, John Clayton, and says that the Browns have offered Jadavion Clowney the highest money that anyone's offered him, um, trying to get him and. At there in Cleveland at the end, and and play alongside Miles Garrett. Um, God the, damn. the Browns definitely have the money for it. Um, you know there are still teams in on Jadavion Clowney. From what I have read and seen, it's the Browns, the Titans, and the Seahawks. Now I heard that the Seahawks weren't willing to pay him, but I you know the Seahawks did give up a little bit you know some some shit to get Clowney. Yeah, I think. First, a first, and because uh, he was tagged. Well, no, a no, first and a tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a first and a tackle because he got tagged by the Texans, right? And then they traded, traded him, him, but they he didn't sign a deal, so right. he just played on the franchise tag. So I don't believe they can even. Well, obviously they. Probably so so the word is he was looking upwards towards twenty million a year, and he just wasn't finding it. And now it's closer to seventeen, eighteen million. Um, you know that he's willing to take. You know, and if I'm the Browns, why not do a year? Why not pay him? I mean, you have the money. Why not do it for a year? Well, he probably doesn't want a one year. He's going to want some security. He's got injury issues. Yeah, and uh, you know, and from what I've mean, what I've like, I've I've been told and read that the Hawks just don't want to pay him that much. Not even the 17 or 18. So I've been told it's down to you know the Titans and the Browns. Although he really wants to go back to Seattle. But it's almost just it's the the feeling's just not mutual there. 
That's that's weird, and I saw the numbers, and they were kind of shocking. He's got pretty low numbers, but but when you watch a game, he makes an impact. It's kind of like people were saying with Chase Young, because I personally have been like Chase Young since he came back when he came back from that suspension last year disappeared, and everybody's like, well, he was triple teamed, open stuff up, fine. That's my argument against making him the Bengals' number one pick, but that, that's a different story. But the the impact that Clowney has is crazy. But he goes to Cleveland. You can't just be like, okay, they got Clowney. We got to deal with that. You got to deal with fucking Miles Garrett yeah, on the yeah, other side. Yeah, and then my the reason why I think Cleveland is such a great fit, you know, whether it was Seattle or Houston, those two teams are running a three four, where Clowney's an outside linebacker. Um, he's standing up. When I'm football people should know the term standing up instead of down in his in his stance. Hand in the dirt. Uh, hand in the dirt, rushing the passer, and at South Carolina. Um, Jadavion Clowney had his hand in the dirt. The Browns run a 4-3. They, you know, they run two D tackles and two DNs. And I think, and, and people are like, ah, oh, you're crazy. It shouldn't make that. I think it makes a huge difference it when a player does. has his hands in the dirt. He's just been doing it his whole life. He's comfortable. And to see him in Cleveland do that and actually be told, okay, get after the, the passer, don't drop in coverage or none of that dumb shit, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, and it does make a difference because, I mean, you know, football people know you and I have coached and just lived football forever. Rushing the quarterback is a lot different if you start with that hand in the dirt and you yeah. can bend the top of your rush, bend the edge, as they call it. Bend, and get, bend your body. Yeah, I mean, there's and get, a lot of shit you get, can do. Get up under his arm as he tries to, you know, make the block. It's it's vastly different. And fucking clowny, dude. New Year's Day, 2013. You remember when he fucking crushed that dude from yeah. Michigan? Vincent Smith, dude. Popped Killed his him, fucking man. helmet yeah, off, he picked the ball up with one hand. Yeah. It was nuts. Um, and and, and if, look look where he was at on the field right there. DN, hand in the dirt. Down on the ground. I. This is my thing. It, it's a great fit for the Browns, but they they can't keep Vernon, too. Man. They can. They can. For, they, they can Money-wise, they can, but it just that's so much money for the guy that's going to be your yeah, but third what, DN. But at this point, though, what are you going to spend it on? Well, I mean, can they get out of Vernon's deal after next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can get out of it right now. I know they could now. So, and that's another thing. You know, they could they could say they get Clowney for 17, 18. Well, they're already said they're already going to pay uh, Olivier Vernon 15 and a half. And they could cut Olivier Vernon right now and the 15 and a half goes with them. Well, so, you know, you could spend if if you think if you're the Browns front office and you're saying, "Okay, we can get Clowney for two and a half, three million more, and release Vernon. That to me is almost a no-brainer. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah, I mean, and then you got Miles on one side, and you have Clowney on the other. Those guys went back to back. Yeah, first, right? Clowney went first, right? Yeah, 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 or, yeah. Or was yeah, he yeah. second to? He went to Houston. There might have been a quarterback. He was, I think. No, I think he was first. I, that that was a quite a while ago, but I'm pretty sure Jadavian Clowney went first. And well, the 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 two defensive ends that in recent in recent years have had the most hype, you know, coming out of college has been South Carolina's Jadavian Clowney and Texas A&M's Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you know if you put those two, just watch their college film. And I know it's like, well, hold up, you know, this is the pros. You know, but these guys are still wreaking havoc even at the next level. You know, just because of how athletic they are. Now, don't get me wrong, Miles Garrett's a lot better than Jay Davion Clowney. 
My, my, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. My, Miles Garrett is just head and shoulders above Jadavion Clowney, in my opinion. I just checked with our stats department, which is uh, my iPhone, and Clowney was number one yeah, in 2014. So, 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 and I think a year or two later, Miles goes one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just – I'm all for it. But there is a scenario that's better, <laughs> believe it or not. Are we talking about that guy down in Jacksonville, Yannick Ngakwe? Ngakwe is better than Clowney, too. Um, yes, Clowney, listen, don't get me wrong. Clowney's very, very good. And Gakwe is not a free agent, though. He's in, franchise in Ga- tag. He's yeah. He wants out of Jacksonville, so the, that means you got to give up assets to get him. He's been vocal too. He's like on oh, Twitter, yeah. like this oh, shit's been handled terribly. I didn't even see that, but I mean, may, I, I guess they would have to give up assets, but it's like how much? Because how many people are going to be on the run? But yeah. I feel like if they open him up to offers, there's going to be a lot of calls. But, and see, and that's my thing though. I'm not giving up a first for him. No. If, I, if I can just sign Clowney. No, if you can get Clowney, no need to give up a first-round pick for him. Yeah, so, as good as he is. So, yeah, I mean, those and, – and the Browns, and I just sent you the link today, the Browns are linked to Ngakwe. So, it's like they're trying to find a guy opposite of Miles Garrett. Meanwhile, they're still holding on to Olivier Vernon because they got all this cap space. Or they could flip him. Yeah, or – yeah, what do you – exactly, and that's what somebody said. Some Somebody brought that up to, um, um, to me today, and they said – well, wait a minute, and this was their theory. They said, say say Washington wants a defensive end because the word is right now they're in on Chase Young. They got to be, right? Uh, word so, also came out that they're considering a quarterback right. still. Well, yeah, multiple things. So say they do want a defensive end, and we know the relationship with Trent Williams isn't working. What about Trent Williams for Olivier Vernon? There I mean, both teams are wanting, you know, wanting that. I mean, there's just plenty of scenarios that there. That just painted a picture to me, though. What if Washington flexes out real quick and says, we're taking two at two. Here's next year's first for Ngakwe. Oh, shit. Well, But they're yeah. still the Redskins. Yeah. Dan Snyder still owns yeah. them. But your train of thought makes a lot of sense. Trent Williams not playing for the Redskins no, he, he, he didn't, right. He, he just won't show up. They, no, he, he won't. He don't they care. lied about him he don't care about Yeah, they, he don't even care about the money with them. No, that's just um, dead. Yeah, so – I mean, so there's di- all kinds of different scenarios there. Um, if I'm now that I think about it, if I'm the Browns, yeah, I just say clowning, just because right now you can get them just for money. You don't have to give up any of those assets. Yeah, I mean, you maybe call Jacksonville and be like, "What are you looking at?" For? Yeah, but I mean, if it's if too they, high, they say a first, which he should go for a first. Absolutely, one of the premier defensive ends in the league and young, yeah, healthy. And, and I'm just, you know, I just I'm not going to give that up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either because it's just draft capital is getting more and more important. I I mean, it, I don't want any of them to happen. Well, I, I mean, oh, yeah, you shouldn't. Okay, Jonah Williams, you take Miles Garrett. Bobby Hart, you piece of shit, go block Clowney. Good God, <laughs> that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see what happens. I mean, still plenty of time. Um, you know, they did say that the Browns have offered Clowney the most. And uh, John Clayton did come out and say the only thing that held that back was a physical. And I think that has hurt his market because he has had injury concerns yeah, throughout his whole career. Yeah, but if he's that good, he should sign. I mean, the, the ones that are that good should sign. I just think he um, overvalued himself. Oh, definitely. Not that he shouldn't. I mean, everybody should overvalue themselves. But $20 million, it just wasn't happening. And I think it the, the market just painted that picture, and he's, and he's just kind of – Trying to get as most as he can get right now. I mean, and and why not at this point? Yeah, um, I mean that's all. I mean, all cards are on the table. The Browns are in a very good position. Um, you know, I know you've touched on episodes, and I've touched on on recent episodes. 
And, and Zach Taylor, the new Bengals coach, you know, did a press conference yesterday, and they said, "Hey, man, things are looking pretty good on paper." Um, you know, in in most ways, he said, "Well, being the best team on or being a better team on paper doesn't mean shit." Don't. I'm paraphrasing. No. He didn't say shit. No, and that's the, but, look at the Browns last year. The Browns are shaping up, man, to where they could they could be a force, and that can kind of transition us, I guess, into our next topic: our way too early playoff predictions, pre-draft edition. So this week, let's uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about the AFC. Uh, we'll get into the NFC next week. Let's talk about who we think is going to make the playoffs with the new seventh team added um, in the AFC. Obviously, this is all speculation, but we we know that the Bengals are going to win the AFC on the shoulders of Joe Burrow, but um, I guess we'll open it up for discussion for, for fun's sake. Um, so uh, you want to do just one seed yeah, down to so, seven? So the so the first seed, who who in the AFC right now, if you had to pick right now, um, who, who's who got the one seed? Who are you going with? I can't bet against the Chiefs. I, I'm with you. The Chiefs. They, they haven't gotten any worse. Well, uh, yeah, and they just uh, re-signed Brashawn uh, Breland today to another yeah. year, so that was one of the very few holes they were going to have. Um, they got the best quarterback I, in the I league. I want to say they were they returned um, like 19, 20 starters of the 22. I Which mean, is weird because usually you win a Super Bowl and guys are cashing big checks other yeah. places. And this team stayed together, and that's the luxury of having a uh, – Quarterback, who the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, and Patrick Mahomes, still in a rookie contract. Don't get me wrong; the dude's going to get paid. Oh, he's going to. You think yeah. you thought Russ changed the market? But you know, this is the luxury they have, and the, I think the Chiefs are going to go on another run. And fuck, it, it wouldn't shock me one bit if they win it all again next year. No, oh, no, no shock at all. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're in agreement there. Uh, who's your Who's your two seed? Because I know that there's a certain team that plays in Massachusetts. I might have picked had. Uh, they not yeah. lost their quarterback. What was that guy's name? <laughs> it wouldn't be like Peyton Manning. Yeah, something, something like that. He's <laughs> a Tom scrub. Brady. Um, so my my two seed is uh, unfortunately I got it's Baltimore. Um, I, and I I know you might not agree with that one. Nope. Um, I just feel like you know no nobody's really had anything for Lamar last year. I mean I'm willing to come out. I, I was one of the ones that came out and said. The shit that Lamar Jackson is doing is not going to work um, forever. And it might not, but last year he won the MVP. Um, and, and until uh, there's a defense or some something out there, a system that can stop it, he's just going to continue to run and, and, and win games. He, uh, he, he's, he had me thinking one way. Like I was thinking, listen, this dude's just a runner, all that. But listen, he's one of the best runners we've ever seen. He runs better than Vic did, in my opinion. I just think he's way more. Ooh, wow, he's, dude, he just he the jukes. You just see him make people miss, and you just don't see that all the time in football because you're going against super fast players, you know, linebackers and safeties and corners. And there's a lot of times he's making them look stupid. So as the two seed right now, I have the Baltimore Ravens. The MVP for Lamar is cool. But he should not have been the league MVP last year. The league MVP should have been a back-to-back for Patrick Mahomes. Um, but the MVP is a little bit more based on story, I think. Um, I think that the the Ravens will be in it. I'll, I'll have them on my list. I don't find them as the two seed. I do think that Lamar is going to get figured out a lot more this year. Last year was his first full year as a starter. They only had a handful of games from the year before to um, to, to study him. I think that something will happen and he'll take a step back unless he has improved even a lot more as a thrower. I'll give him that. He improved as a thrower last year, but I think he's going to have to improve a lot more to be a true quarterback in the league. I think that that will get exposed. 
my pick may be, may be a little bit shocking to some. I got the Titans. I got the Titans. I, I mean, they yeah. got, they got hot last year. You know, they didn't start out too good. I think they that returned gonna, Tannehill. They returned Derrick Henry. I'm not huge on Tannehill, but Derrick Henry's back, and uh, they're they're in on Clowney right now. The, I mean, that that would put them over the top too. And you know, they did lose Conklin, so they're gonna have to address that. But man, I, Derek, what I saw out of Derrick Henry last year. Although I still think that if Freddie Kitchens would have just handed the fucking ball off, Chubb would have won the rushing title. <laughs> oh, of course. But and I hate saying anything good about the Browns, but. I just feel like Tennessee is going to control games. Um, Tannehill is going to be put in a position where he doesn't have to win it. He just has to not lose it because I'm not big on him. You know, I, I still think that, that Brady would have been a, a great fit there. Um, I think he found a good home too. But um, So I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. They're going to run the rock. I think the defense will be better. Uh, Kevin Byard, I think Byard, Bayard, I think I might have pronounced it wrong, I think is one of the best safeties in the league. Yeah, I think Byard, it's Byard. Byard, yeah. Um, I think that the defense will come along, and they're, they're going to come in at the two seed. So my third seed is the team you just said, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I think Obviously, I think, the, I think the Titans are the best team in their division. Um, and you might be right. I mean, they, they just beat Baltimore in the playoffs. Um, they're returning a lot of people outside of Conklin. <laughs> they beat Brady. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, and Lamar. Um, you know, I think, you know, they're better than the teams in that division. Uh, you know, you got uh, the Colts. uh Fuck! Oh, Jacksonville, and, and I think they and I think they beat Houston. Oh wow! I'm sorry. Breaking news: UFC 249 was just canceled. You're fucking lying. No, it, I just got a what? I just got a bleacher update. No. Yes. Wow. So we were just talking, dude. That hurts. That that sucks. Right, right in the right in the midst of this, man. Um. Canceled the entire Who shut event. I, I, I need I to know more. Who shut him down? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about the balls on Dana, and we know this isn't. It's not Dana. This isn't Dana White's fault. That was breaking news. We're sorry for the pause there. That's just uh, that's that's crazy. That uh, fucking unbelievable. Sucks. Right in the middle of a discussion here in the locker room. Um. Well, I mean, obviously we can talk about that after we get more information. But UFC 249 canceled. I uh, don't even know where I was at on that. Uh, sorry. Uh, Dude, so I, I have the Titans. Yeah, uh, the, the the three seed there, um, you know, re- a lot of returning players um, in that division. Um, so, yeah, I, as of right now, I have the Titans at uh, three. My three seed, and, and I might be crazy, but, you know, a lot of things can change with the draft and stuff here, but it's in the same division. Well, it's not going to be in the same division. That was stupid. The three, he couldn't, they couldn't be the third seed and, and be in that division. Um, so they'll be my first wild card team. I am a fucking idiot. I swear I know football. Um <laughs> I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. They were they were next on my list. I think they win that division, and I think Josh Allen takes a huge leap forward. I think their running game stays good. I think their defense gets even better, and I'm a big believer in Josh Allen. I was going to go with the Colts, but I, I just realized that I was, I was kind of looking at teams that I think are going to be the best, but seating is different, so I do apologize for that. Um, the Buffalo Bills, man. I think they're for real. Brady's out of that division. I don't have a lot of belief in Stidham. I have belief in Belichick to still be good. I I, I think Josh Allen runs away with it. And I think that they can they can come in somewhere eleven to five, ten to six, win the division. Yeah. yeah so that's that's my that's obviously the the division I have left for the fourth seed, and that's who I'm going with. I think but the Buffalo Bills win that division. They went on a hell of a run last year. 
Uh, they only got better this year. Josh Allen's only going to get another year with some playoff experience under his belt. Um, I added Stephon Diggs. Um, so, yeah, Buffalo. I have the Buffalo Bills as my fourth seed in our way-too-early playoff seeding. So, for my fourth, I put I put Baltimore in there. I think Baltimore wins the AFC North. Yeah. Um, and I think that they, they will get the fourth seed. Like I said, I'm not saying that they're going to be terrible. I do think Lamar takes a step back, but they're still going to have Mark Ingram. They're still going to have, you know, Hollywood Browns coming back. Um, I did see that tweet from a, a while back where somebody tweeted that uh, Hollywood Brown was better than Odell Beckham. I saw you retweet that with a couple laughing emojis. That was crazy. laughable. That was not correct. Um, but I do think that, that Baltimore can still win the, the division. Um, I think Pittsburgh will be back. I think the Browns will fight for it. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I don't think the Bengals are going to be players for it. Um, but I, I think that they'll, they'll get enough to win the AFC North, get that home playoff game, and, and be my four seed. So, um, again, I, I completely screwed this up because I was just looking at, you know, who I thought was going to be the third best team well, in the division. Breaking, but that breaking news be. came in kind of Fuck me all up, man. Um, <laughs> so Baltimore will be there. Um, and then my first wild card team that I expect will be the Colts. I think the Colts will be much improved yeah. this year with old man Rivers. Um, he's going to be in a dome, um, have a little bit, you know, better offensive line. Doesn't have the weapons, though. Does have Marlon Mack, pretty good running back. I think he's as good, if not maybe a little better, than than an Austin Eckler. Um, so that that's my first wild card. I think the Colts will be much improved and, and have a chance to to get in there and make a little bit of noise at the end of the year. Yeah, so my first my first uh, playoff wild card team is actually going. I'm, I'm going to sound like a homer here. I'm going with the Browns. Uh, for I think that the AFC North is the best division in football. By the way, um, could I just, be with I, Ben I, coming I, back. Like I said, I told you on the last episode, the Bengals could win anywhere from seven to nine games, and I think they're probably the worst team in the division. Um, we don't know it. We, I just don't know about Ben. You see guys like Eli Manning who came in with Ben and another guy in Phillip rivers, who's declining Ben, uh, you know, surgery on his elbow. I just, I don't know how they bounce back. I want um, nothing more for them. Him to be I, fucking um, awful. I, I, I don't think I personally, I'm not, I'm not big on Juju. Um, but he, he, not did, as he a didn't, one. but he didn't have Ben, you know, he was a lot better when he played this, the, you know, the, the, uh, number two receiver role. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and obviously, obviously James Con- Connor is good. The offensive line is a top three line. Connor has um, an injury history. Yeah, issues, I just, I, but yeah, I mean, the, again, I mean, I mean, you, you, if you look at the Browns on paper, you look at them on paper, and you say, damn, that team could win 10, 11, 12 games. I mean, on paper, you could say on, that team should be the one seed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, but I'm not going to get too hype on them. I do. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they got the seventh seed. Uh, I just think by just by going off paper on talent, actually having a a good offensive-minded coach in there, and Stefanski, I think, helps a ton. Um, you know, Baker, um, I think, has a, a breakout year. I think Chubb runs like crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I have the Browns right now as the fifth seed, uh, maybe a game behind Baltimore. I have the Browns as my second wild card team. Um, I, I, I wrestled with the idea of Pittsburgh, but my heart just wants Ben to come back and get retirement licks put on him all year and just be bad and call it a day. I fucking hate that guy. I've hated him for so damn long. <laughs> I thought I was at the end of the tunnel, and they're saying he's great and coming back, but I hope that um, you know that doesn't happen. I hope they have as bad a year as possible, as always. Um, I do not like the Browns. I think your fan base is getting a little bit annoying, too, like you think about the Bengals, but um, I, I do think that they have everything they need to – and I, I, I'm with you. I think they could realistically get either wild card spot. I don't know if they beat out Baltimore for the division. Um, 
but they very well could. I just don't know if I see it. But there's a lot of – they're still the Browns until yeah. proven otherwise in my mind. Um, I think that they could probably sneak in, and I, I think that they they could line up, and on a good day they could probably beat anybody in the league. You know, and then for my uh, uh, six-seed six team here, you know, I, I really want to go with the Houston Texans, but I just don't like how what they've no. done to Deshaun Watson there, man. They've just – he, dude, he should that team. demand a fucking trade. I yeah. don't care if you're on a rookie deal or not, dude. Deshaun Watson deserves better. Yeah, I mean, you get rid of Hopkins. I mean, and you just – Bill O'Brien, I mean, I just – I don't know how the owner didn't step in and decline that shit. Bill um, O'Brien shouldn't be a GM. He can't separate personal stuff because he did it to Clowney and then he did it to Hopkins. So so with that, I mean, I'm going to piggyback off you here, man, and stay there in the AFC South and, and, and go with the Colts. You know they were they, they do have a great offensive line. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Marlon Mack. I know you are. I know you like Marlon Mack. I feel like they could get better at running back. Um, yes. You know, but Philip Rivers with you know T Y and Jack Doyle um, with there um, and, and another and Darius Leonard on defense and the defense is is loaded. Malik Hooker's good if he can yeah, stay on Malik, the field. Exactly. So I th- so I'm with you. I think that the Colts should make the playoffs. Um, I have them there at the sixth seed. Um, so let's bring it to this one, man. Another playoff team has been added. You only get a buy if you're the one seed. So, so, you know, you fucking got one more team in there, man. You know who somebody could creep in, you know, at, at, at maybe eight wins, you know, seven wins. I don't know. But who do you see at this point getting that seventh seed? Who's going to sneak in and play the Titans? Word to Chris Berman. The Raiders. The Raiders are coming, dude. They're going to be in Vegas, fucking badass stadium. John Gruden's got some things going. I know him and Derek Carr don't have the best relationship, but I think they work it out. Josh Jacobs ran really, really well. Um, I think that their defense needs a little bit of work still, probably in the draft, but they did get, um, I think it was, was it Josh Allen, the, the pass rusher they got in the draft last year? I can't remember. They got, they got a, a rusher that everybody was kind of like, eh kind of iffy on but he had a pretty strong year I, I can't remember his name it's escaping me man this UFC thing's got me fucked up um but I think that the Raiders have what it takes to sneak into the playoffs I think that they're probably an early out but something is telling me that their first year in Vegas is going to be fairly fun and I could see them sneaking in there eight and eight seven and or eight and eight nine and seven something like that that's just looking at the list of teams in the AFC I think that's probably it. You know, I don't believe in the Chargers because I don't know what Tyrod's going to do. I don't believe. In, I would believe in them a lot more if they had a quarterback. Yeah. If, if, now they sign Cam Newton tomorrow. Hold on. Yeah, I think we that might have to come back to they're that. in play for the first wild card spot. I still don't think they'd knock the Chiefs out, but you know, and I, I don't believe in the Dolphins to make a big enough jump. The Jets, eh, I don't know. You know, the Bengals. Hey, you said maybe seven, eight games. Yeah, maybe that that would be fucking insane. Um, but I, I, until they improve their offensive line at the guard position, especially in linebacker, I can't put my money on them. So just looking through the Raiders, man, I think that they got a shot. So this probably going to shock you a little bit, honestly. Um, this comes down between two teams to me. This comes down between the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I should have thought about. It. I just fucking and the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. I uh, <laughs> I here here's my thing. The Bengals have two major holes to fill, and we, I've told you this. We've told and you're you know you're 
come back to the linebacker is they're playing nickel. Well, you still need linebackers. Well, you still need linebackers because nickel's not going to help you too, too much against Lamar. Exactly. You need a linebacker that can spy him. And I just I, – I continue to count out Ben, but with Ben being back, with that offensive line, and who knows what they're going to do with – they just got Eric Ebron. Dude, I, can't, I, I love Eric Ebron to the Steelers. I mean, I I love it, but I hate I hate it because I don't like the Steelers. But I love the fit. It did just hit me too, not to cut you off, man. They got a good young defense, and that yeah. It I fucking hate having to compliment those fuckers for anything, but it just kind of hit me like they got Watt, they got yeah. Minka, they got Devin Bush. I'm like the Bud shit. Dupree back. I mean, they, so yeah, they I I fuck Pittsburgh, but they're gonna be right there in it too. And so you know, the Bengals though. I mean, there's weapons. The defense is shaping up outside of the linebacker spot. They did great in free agency. Um, but the thing that still gets me, you know they're going to have Burrow, and you still have holes, whether, you know, Jonah, it's going to be his first star. I mean, if he gets T.J. Watt, you know, week one, or, you know, say a Miles Garrett or, or somebody, you know, big, you know, how's he going to react? What's he going to do? Yeah. You know, Bobby Hart there. But I do think I do think three teams from the AFC North make the playoffs. I told you, I think it's the best division. I don't know. I think it's the best division in football. I don't know what. I, I, well, you know, now, but now that I say that, I'm sorry to cut you off. You know, you do have the fucking Bucks, the Saints, um, and, and the fucking uh, Panthers. and. Well, that's uh, NFC. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying when I said the best division in football. Oh yeah, yeah. That division's gonna be pretty. That division's good. gonna be sweet too. Um, but back to the AFC North, I I think that's the team. Those that's the division in the AFC where everyone's sticking around there till the end, and it's and it's close. Um, with that being said, of the two teams, because of what you said, you know, offensive line and linebacker still being a problem, I am going to lean towards the Steelers a little bit right right now. Um. Until we see if the Bengals can fix that, but I'm I'm serious, man. I think the Bengals win seven, eight, nine games. Um, but like I said, I just think that division's up there. I mean, we know Baltimore's going to be good. We just said the Browns could win eleven games, twelve games right now on paper. Yeah. We know. Well, we know Ben can be good. What's he going to do with the Steelers back? And then the Bengals have done great in free agency, and they're they're about to get Burrow. So. It wouldn't shock me if three teams make it out of there, but right now, because of the offensive line play, because of the linebackers, on this one, I'm going to lean towards the Steelers as the seventh seed. I'm saying this in the locker room where no crosses count, none of that shit, everything is real and everything matters. With the seventh team added, if the Cincinnati Bengals make the playoffs this year, I will shave my head. Live <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, and I don't know if you can go live on Twitter. I would Twitter, almost but we'll rather the out. beard, dude. Like, keep no, no, hair. I was getting ready. I was going to throw that keep in. Keep the hair. Nobody's dude, go baby face, dude. I've got three fucking chins under this thing. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see it. <laughs> no, I did. I the last time I did that, I lost a bet to fucking you, a Bengals Browns bet, and I was so pissed. And I, I knew anybody that heard that was going to be like, no, the beard, because anytime that's brought up, everybody says shave your beard. I never will. If the Cincinnati Bengals make the playoffs with the seventh team added in any fashion, last wild card or not, I will go live on every Facebook page that we have, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. I will shave my head. Well, like I said, you got to sure up that line, you know, get some players in there at line and get a few linebackers, and I think they're right there. 
And like I said, I'm not that. I, you, I think you might be higher on them this year than I am. I just, I, I like what they've done, man, and I, I like Burrow. Um, you know, but I like the whole division, as you can see. I just put three of them in the three of the of the teams in one division in the playoffs. I just think that the the, the division's going to be fun. It's going to be back to old AFC North football. It's going to be fun, and man, I, I just cannot wait for football. Man, there's good running backs everywhere. You think about Chubb, Mixon. Uh, Ingram, who's you know kind of up there, but Connor. still going hard, and, and Connor's good in his own right. Yeah, I mean, I mean he may be the fourth best. And but AJ man. Green, Odell, Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry. I mean, and uh, Mark Andrews and Hollywood fucking, Brown, you know, Ebron. Up. You know, I mean, Juju's there. I mean, there's just so many star power. There's so many good players there in the AFC North. God it's damn it, you got me. You got, I let you get me excited, man. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it's I, fucking you know, April. That's that, but that's <laughs> that's really how I feel. I think that. Uh, I think I think everybody in the division has a shot. That that would be awesome, man. So um, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in with us today. That's all we got for you. Um, trying to keep some normalcy here, give you guys something to look forward to and listen to, and uh, always, man, interact with us like always. Um, we'll be back in here next weekend. Maybe get into uh, a little bit more of the detail of this UFC 249 thing. We're gonna dig into that. So appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, get with us, man. Let us know what you want to hear next time. Locker room talk uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.